because this student bought a train ticket mm-hmm. using his or her university email address, yeah. the university was able to see that said ticket was purchased for Thanksgiving and no. the student is now not allowed to go home wow. for Thanksgiving. Okay, so I'm going live, guys. That's impossible. No, That's it's impossible. not. I'm ready to go live. Okay. Well, I lucky glances, I am alive. I mean, Ben, what do you mean they're shutting down 14 counties again in California? What? Yeah. No. What counties? Are you going to say that with everything I say? Yeah, like San Diego County. San Diego County is going to be pretty much shut down. Well, what does that mean when you say shut down? No businesses. Business. I mean, the grocery stores are shut. That's other than the other than the grocery stores, basically back to. Well, what about drugstores? All essentials. And Fauci wants us to have Thanksgiving outside. Ben, what do you mean they're shutting down fourteen counties? And I can't hear you, sir. Fauci wants us to have Thanksgiving outside. That's fine with me. Yeah. So I think it's a problem for people in. um, in the Michigan Peninsula. <laughs> You're quite funny. That's quite funny. That's very funny. Don't encourage him. Oh, that's right. I made a mistake. Sorry. That was very funny. Lewis, you blew your one joke. You blew the one good joke. No. Okay, you guys ready to start, Ben? Because I'm going to go to you soon. So, uh, um, you done with your mushu? It isn't mushu. It's Chef Boyardee's spaghetti, and I'm damn lucky it's all I can afford. Um, and on that note, I want to welcome back everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. I'm Judah Friedman, your moderator. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, The World According to Ben Stein. Like us on Facebook at The please, World According please. to Ben Stein. Please, please, please. And follow us on Parlor at Ben Stein. I can't, um, please. There, there can't be a bigger passionate plea than that. Please, 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 please. And uh, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies, just tell them. Joining us once again, the Reverend Ben Boychuk, Managing Editor of AM Greatness. I did not know you were a Reverend. I'm not. I'm not. a preacher, and Judas screwed it up already. And, um, <laughs> and of course, let's welcome our resident Nixon historian and Nixon trivia king, Louis Esoteric Vine. God bless you, sir. And of course... I don't, there's no introduction needed. He's been in every medium for the past 45 years. America's humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We salute God you, you sir. And uh, you, I want to thank everybody for joining us on YouTube. Uh, tonight's discussion is a serious one. Um, well, they're we, all serious. It, it, but this is, this is uh, as we're reading about the shutdowns that are going on now, you know, we're, we're looking at constitutional things, Ben, for, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of speech freedom to assemble are being shattered in front of our eyes and people are accepting it. And it's- I, I would like, could I ask you a respectful request? Of course. Since all of you are really well informed about this and I've been at doctor's appointments all afternoon, I'd like to know if you could give me some more specifics. A, what areas near me in Los Angeles or near my sister who lives in New York, or near my son who lives in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, have been shut down. And what does a shutdown mean? A, a shutdown in Chicago by Lori Lightfoot, which starts on... And who is Lori Lightfoot? She's the mayor of Chicago. She, is, she, is, shutting, she is shutting down the city. That means no restaurants. That means what? 
no Thanksgiving. That means pe people will not be able to assemble and go to church. That she is literally, I, it, it's, it's just, she's, yeah. I, it's astonishing. It's horrible. So Ben, may I answer your question? Please. I wish you would, sir. Because none of us live in Chicago concerning Mayor Lighthead. You will not be able to do your morning constitution past Watts Towers. I know that is a problem, but we work around it. We work around it. Dr. Fauci wants Americans to have Thanksgiving outside. I don't mind that at all because I have a very nice outside. Yes, Ben, right. except if you live in 30 degree weather and you'll catch pneumonia instead of the COVID. Right. Well, that's a very good point. Okay. Here's what I don't understand about, about the mayor of Chicago's decision. Um, how is it possible that uh, the Chicago Police Department is incapable of stopping flash mobs from walking into CVS pharmacies and cleaning out the, the, the cosmetics department with no repercussions whatsoever, but she's then decreeing or, or believes she can decree that people can't get together for Thanksgiving dinner. Is she gonna send cops uh, to bust down, you know, apartment doors uh, to well, see- I think you are asking the key question. Can this be enforced without America becoming a dictatorship? And I, I mean, how does Ms. Lightfoot respond to this? I mean, I'm sure somebody said to her, Madam, how are you going to enforce this? Well, she yeah. does this. Yeah. You're, you're asking a rational question for something that's extremely irrational. I know it's some person in Chicago, a guy, one of the smartest people I've ever known, a guy who worked with me at the White House with Mr. Nixon, a guy named John R. Coyne, a really, 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 really smart guy, lived in Chicago for a great deal of his life. <clears throat> Surely he has other smart people there. They can ask her, you have a, how big is Chicago? It's enormous, right? So many, many millions. How will they enforce this law? You know, go ahead, Lewis. To the preacher's point. Uh, is this Lewis Farrakhan? Well, it's, he has a Chicago connection, and I just yes, finished editing. Yeah, yeah, I just finished editing tomorrow's final call about the Zionist usurpers. But that's a different story. Concerning drugstores and shoplifting, in a city like San Francisco, now I'm presuming similar rules are in effect in Chicago. The district attorney has decided in San Francisco mm -hmm. not to prosecute ah. people right. who commit misdemeanors, which oh is why God. you have seen that. Are you? I, can't, I am not no, making I, I, this I up. I am, there is no jail time. There is no bail for the commission of misdemeanors, nonviolent misdemeanors. So what you have are people who walk into drugstores and ceremoniously lift whatever it is they want to take, provided said total is below $1,000, so it's not oh a felony. Nine fifty. And Yeah, and they walk out. The yeah. police are not going to arrest them because they will not be jailed. And because they will not be jailed, there is no issue of bail. So what happens? Walgreens continues to close stores because no one who's working the counter is going to risk his or her life 
to stop someone walking out with under $1,000 worth of merchandise. If the same rules are in effect in Chicago, you can do that. I, I highly doubt, however, that the Chicago Police Department will patrol neighborhoods and wherever they see the lights on and suspect that more than five people are in attendance will then go, I don't know, to a court and ask for a warrant or say, we saw five people from the street and we, that constitutes probable cause on Thanksgiving and we, we want to do a, a, a no-knock raid. I, I would like respectfully to thank you guys for informing me about this. And I would like to tell you that shortly before we went on the air, I was with my doctor and I was discussing various health issues and I said, I'll probably die before any of these take much effect on my life, which is a period of years, not if not decades. And he, he said, well, you need to get your mind off this and get it on something else. And this is it. You guys have given me something to get my mind off. Now, I live in Los Angeles County, and I think you do too, Lewis. And I think I know you do, Judah. Are we affected by any of this here in Los Angeles County? Here's the, here's the thing. And Ben, to answer your question, all of us are going to be affected by it. Because once they start with 14, it goes to 20, it goes to 30. What, you can't stop a dictator like Gavin Newsom. You can't stop a dictator as Lewis called her or Ben called her Lori Lighthead. You just, once you give these people power, and, and the sad part is American people don't realize it. They don't really grasp this concept. And, and I wanna go back to the constitution and why it's so important. It's incredibly important. It's unbelievably important. You and I, Judah. You and I, Mishpucham. Family. Uh, family. Yesterday, we're talking about this very, very much. Yesterday was Veterans Day, Armistice Day, the day that we celebrate, mark with sorrow and heartbreak, the deaths of many, many, many Americans, the heartbreak of their families to preserve our freedom. It's now being taken away with the stroke of a pen. It's terrifying. It's almost unbelievable. It's, I, it's, I would say it is unbelievable. I am just horrified by it, and I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm horrified by it. It's just horrible. So getting back to it, and, um, you know, we all grew up in, in a different time, all of us, obviously. I'm not me. Through, I grew up in a very different But moment. we all, you know, I, in a sense, had a, you know, a different type of education where I studied the Talmud, which had taught critical thinking, Ben Boychuk, I believe you were probably in school, and Lewis probably in school when they taught civics, when they taught about the Constitution, which, we were taught teaches, in civics. You, we were taught which teaches you critical thinking, Ben. But that has, that has evaporated from our schools, Ben. The teaching have, of... I mean, that we are no longer taught that we are a constitutional republic of laws in which people have certain rights and, and that they cannot, those rights cannot be abridged. What else explains stu the stupidity that is going on in this country right now? Just stupidity, just stupidity. No, 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 ben, ben Stein. No, we absolutely, our public schools absolutely teach that we are a constitutional republic. They also include intense Socratic dialogue between teachers and students and a thorough understanding of British and American literature. We tried to be nice to you. We really, we really tried to be nice to you. We tried to respect you and you mock us for it. I'm not mocking you. Meanwhile, you're talking about Veterans Day and you're eating a platoon's worth of rations for everybody we lost in Flanders Field. You know what? I don't think the U.S. was involved in Flanders Fields, but I know what Flanders Fields was. But if I may say so, the idea that I cannot have Thanksgiving dinner 
at my house is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. But we do belong to a club down in the desert, and I think we're having Thanksgiving, and I don't think that's been stopped. At least I haven't got any communication. Not, not yet, and that's the problem, is Ben, is is each county, because the the LA health inspector or whoever runs this, you know, the, the California, but again, getting back to the constitution and I'll go to Ben Boyce. I mean, do people not realize that they are absolutely giving up their rights to government and not the right government? I, I think we've, um, as a nation and as a culture, we have uh, shifted gradually and dangerously to a point where people are more than willing to give up uh, liberty for the perception of security or safety. Well, I'd like to back up here because I believe my strong suit, although <clears throat> I suspect everyone here is very good at it as well, is statistics. I would like to know how many Americans who did not already have severe comorbidity factors have died of COVID. And I, my understanding is that unless there are severe comorbidity factors, that number is quite small. Way, way, way less than have died from smoking. I think possibly less, or fewer, I should say, than have died from automobile accidents while under the influence of alcohol. Surely, surely our leaders are not so horribly stupid as to take away our rights under the Constitution for such low numbers of death. Any number is too many. I don't want anybody dying from COVID. But to take away, to take away our freedom for something that's caused fewer deaths than smoking, I don't. I, that's in, incredible. It's, it, and I believe, with all due respect, it's beyond. It's, it's something worse than ideology. It's just incredible stupidity. And um, Biden's new chief medical, or whoever he's looking to believes we should shut down the country. Total lockdown again. And who is that person? Um, if Ben Boychuk or what, somebody could look, Rock Breath or Eric could look up the name for us. But they believe that, uh, that it'll actually help revive the economy by going- How would that do that? Yeah, I don't know the argument there. I know that, that, that Biden on the campaign trail originally said that one of his first acts as president would be uh, to lock down the country. Somebody then had to whisper in his ear and say, uh, you don't actually have the authority under uh, under the Constitution to do that. And so what he's saying now is um, he will uh, strongly urge governors to impose statewide lockdowns. Uh, and I would imagine that strong, you know, his incentives will be maybe taking away funding for this, that, or the other. I don't I, know. I'm not quite sure that the governors have the authority to do it. I'm not... I know that when Governor Newsom shut down the churches here in our beloved California, uh, it so happens that one of the men who works for me is also a Southern Baptist minister, and he could not, he, he looked, looked diligently, and he's a very smart young fellow, and he could not find anything in the California Constitution which allows the California governor to shut down businesses in California. So I, I, I don't think there is such a law, and I'll back up and hog a little tiny bit more space, when Mr. Obama became president, just as the giant recession of 08, 09 was going in full swing, uh, they did a big deal where they, 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 they canceled the indebtedness of a very large automobile company. And I remember calling up the head of this automobile company and saying, where is the law that permits you to do this? And uh, he said, well, Mr. Obama asked us to do it. And I said, but where, where's his authority to do it? 
they never could find any. And by the way, uh, you're, you're raising a great point, Ben, but you're raising a rational point. And we have allowed That's ourselves to be governed by irrational people. That uh, they're, they're, cra they're sh crazily that, stupid. That, that, and if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. Um, thank everybody for following us on YouTube. And uh, Ben Boychuk, why don't you tell people where they could find us? Uh, like us on Facebook, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, we're, we've got a growing community there, believe it or not. Um, uh, and lots of actor, active and interesting folks who are, who've liked us on Facebook. You can also uh, certainly find us on Parlor at Ben Stein. But, but I've got some good news for everybody. Uh, we're expanding our reach. Uh, we're going to be, uh, give us a couple of days for, for uh, more information to come out, but we're going to be on iTunes. Uh, we're going to be on on Stitcher. We're going to be on um, pretty much uh, pretty much all of the major podcast platforms. Great. Great. Uh, Great. Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeart, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. Great. Uh, so stay tuned for that and uh, more information when I have it. But um, great, great, great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love and it. I want to welcome everybody back to the world according to Ben Stein. And Ben, you were curious who it was. It's his chief of staff, Ron Klain who believes in shutting it all down so we can rebuild. But let's get back to it because we're talking Wait about- Wait a minute, shutting it all down so we can rebuild it? Yeah. How, how do you do that? Well, you can't. It's, it, it, it's, it, you, 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 I don't know how to answer a question that has no answer. It became necessary to destroy the village. Yes, to save, save it. Yes, I remember that. I'm old enough to remember that. Uh, I think we've got to ask ourselves seriously if we're dealing with people who are right in the head. I mean, we're, I mean, this does not sound like people who are playing with a full deck, uh, mental, uh, mental health wise. But getting we're back scared to, of that. let's get back to the Constitution. We are constantly. Yes, I love the Constitution. Right Constitution. Richard Gladstone, I believe his first name is Richard, one of the most esteemed prime ministers of the UK. William. Said, well, William, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Lewis. William Gladstone said, uh, the Constitution was the, I'm not, this is a paraphrase, was the greatest, the most wonderful work struck off by the hand of man, the hand and the brain and purpose of man at any one time ever. Now, are we going to just spit on that because of a disease, which to be sure is serious, but serious enough to warrant taking away our liberties? That's, that's very hard to believe. That's, that's almost un unbelievable. Okay, let's back up a little bit to the beginning of the show. Who was the person in Chicago who, who ordered this? Was, was it the governor or the, the mayor? mayor? The mayor. The mayor. The governor, believe me, he can go a few days without food. <laughs> oh, that's Mr. Spitzer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah they, no, Pritzker. Pritzker. Spitzer. Spitzer. He he eats something else. Yeah. <laughs> but they both come from. But to raise a good point, they both come from royal families. You know, of uh, very of, rich Jewish of families of extreme wealth, and uh, who have no problem telling others. But yes, the governor. I mean, what is it's what is he going to do? I mean, and Ben and I don't know who it was that brought up the great point. It might have been Lewis, but about they have mass murder going on every week. Every week, every week, and they don't do a thing about it. Nothing. Perfect. You know, something like one in ten, or maybe two in ten, of these homicides is ever cleared in any way at all. Not just with a conviction, but even with an arrest. 
and that they think they're going to be able to shut down Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah, well, let me tell you how stupid how stupid these people are, including uh, Mayor Lighthead, who I I suspect has some kind of thyroid issue. If you look at her eyes, and I'm not making fun of her, but I wonder if she has some thyroid issue. Do these people forget about the constitution? Yeah, forget about the constitution. Do these people not know that we own curtains? <laughs> Just draw the curtains. They won't see how many people are in your dining room. You see, but here's the problem, and 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 uh, everybody could answer this is as we've brought up, looters aren't getting into trouble. There are no, and neither are killers. There. Neither are killers. But neither one thing we have seen is neighbors ratting on other neighbors. Oh, we have. Is that true? Yeah. I have not yes, seen yes, that. We, Could you give me some background that. on that? Yeah, I, we have I, seen. I, mean, I have to call one of my footmen. Glenn, come over here, please. Ben, by the way, Judah, will you let everybody know that Ben is currently on a princess cruise? Can I have some foot, some uh, shout, please? Um, uh, but Ben, yes, this is what's going on. People are actually in neighborhoods. People are actually in neighborhoods. And by the way, this is the world according to Ben Stein. So just everybody understand this is how we live. This is how we roll. We eat. Right. We drink diet, a lot of Diet Cokes. A lot of Diet Cokes. We're, eat we're, a lot of potato chips. We're, we're Doritos a healthy, especially. Loving, a healthy, loving bunch. But let's get back to it, Ben Boychuk, because you could talk to this more because you read about this stuff every day about neighbors ratting on neighbors. I want to hear about that because that is really bad. Tell me about that. So that there were there are many many instances of this. So th think back uh, ten years ago to the month of March, when um, in California, Governor Newsom had announced this was just a couple of days after St. Patrick's Day. Governor Newsom had announced that. Uh, we, you know, we needed to shut the state down for, for two weeks. We would leave certain essential businesses open. We, restaurants would be allowed to do uh, takeout and curbside pickup, but no dine-in. And um, more importantly, gatherings at that time, I think, were limited to no more than 10 people. So it was- it, 10 years ago? No, this, well, it feels like 10 years ago, oh. back in March, back in March. I, that was the, I mean, this year has been, I can't. I can barely long. even. I can't even bear. I can barely remember what January was like, and, and so. Uh, but that month of March, and really, what what two weeks became two two months. It was mid March to mid May before things were allowed to open up again a little bit. But in that time, people were people were calling the police on you know when they would see people taking walks on the sidewalk. That's incredible. That and, is and, incredible. And not just I have video. Yes, I have, have video it. on this phone. I'm not kidding. My downstairs neighbor with her two children, uh, who are on a swing that they set up on the tree, which is t officially public property because it's on the side. It's the grass that's adjacent to the sidewalk and not private property where the apartment building ends. And a woman, an older woman, came running across the street with her dog saying, your children, your two boys, do not have masks on. I'm calling the police. And the, our downstairs neighbor, the mother, said, if this is such a problem, why do you keep walking toward me and not away from me? We have masks, and we would put them on. There's no one outside. They're using this swing, which I take down when they're done playing with it. So what exactly are you going to call the police about? So I, and I, yes, I do have the video. 
Well, I, I live, I live, I think, quite close to you, Lewis. I'm not yes. sure exactly where you live, but I think quite close to you. We had a party about two houses away from us a few nights ago, and it was loud as hell, so much so that we closed the windows and put on the air conditioning and put on my wonderful Bose noise-canceling headphones. I still could hear it and feel it. Call the police eight times to shut it down, and it took till after one o'clock for them to shut it down. Now, if that's true of one party, what are they going to do if it turns out that there are hundreds of thousands of parties all across the Southland? You see, but here's the thing. You raise a great point, right? And I'll get to Ben Butch again. You raise a great point, Ben, because remember, Thanksgiving, Christmas, take any Jewish holiday, they're, the, we're, they're coming after the people that believe. Okay, that's, that's a very what's good going point. on here. Very good point. They're coming after the people that celebrate holidays, that go to church, that go to synagogue, that go to all of these things. That's who they're coming after, Ben Boychuk. Ben, answer. Yes. So um, the one, th the one thing that maybe gives me a little bit of hope uh, is that people weren't supposed to get together for the Fourth of July either. And there are these wonderful videos, including uh, uh, news helicopter videos of all the, I, I actually had never seen anything like it. And uh, I used to live in a neighborhood um, in the Inland Empire of Southern California, uh, where every year without fail, uh, th there would just be these extraordinary displays of illegal fireworks. And it was like that across all of Southern California. And what it really was, it, it seemed to me, was just, uh, a lot of people just given the given the middle finger to uh, the the authorities, which I found and Newsom in particular. Newsom in particular, for yeah. sure. I, for I mean, sure. Gavin Newsom, Ben, and you probably don't remember <laughs> this movie. There was a movie called American Psycho. What did it come out in like 1999? It was based on a Brad Easton Ellis book, mm -hmm. and he literally. I feel like Gavin Newsom watched the because he has no personality of his own. He watched that movie and took on the personality of. Uh, of the of the lead of Bates, and the man is very frightening. The man very is incapable. He is incapable of speaking in anything other than cliches. Yeah, he, he must, must, must sue. Yeah, he, Lewis, you and I are lawyers. Lewis, are you a member of the California bar, sir? I never took the bar. I'd rather uh, watch paint dry. Okay, well, I am a member of the Connecticut bar, but I believe I can be waived in for this. My wife, who's a very, very brilliant woman is a member of the California Bar. I think we should get to work on this right away. If if they do this for Los Angeles, we should do that right well, away. We actually and have by the person. We actually have the person, but he does need help in, in fundraising. We have Larry Clayman, who is, 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 is great at suing states. And so if people feel the need, donate to Freedom Watch. It's a, Larry Clayman does like to help people and does like to stand up to the government. He has sued the Clintons over a hundred times. He actually started Judicial Watch. So give Larry Clayman and Freedom Watch a, a, looks, a look at, because somebody like him has no problem suing everybody. And, uh, you know, so Ben, there, maybe we should get on Larry a little bit and ask him. I think we know. should, absolutely, absolutely. Should. What's the, what other alternative have we got? I mean, I do not want to use violence. I don't want to use firearms or or Molotov cocktails or any of these things I wouldn't know how to use in the first place. But I would like to do something, can't we? Surely, Lewis, without making a joke that's gonna make me cry, 
can't you suggest something for us to do? Eat. It's not a joke. They're not. This is part of our civil religion. I want to hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Thanks. No, it isn't your fault. Thanksgiving is the centerpiece of our civil religion. And our civil religion is as important as our constitution and our constitutional rights. I disagree with that. The day of Thanksgiving was codified by Abraham Lincoln, but predates his presidency. And it is, if there is any unifying event that still exists on the calendar for these United States, it is Thanksgiving and the 4th of July. But I would argue Thanksgiving even more than the 4th of July. Okay, so be, good idea, good idea. No one's, how, how are they going to enforce this? They, like I said. Gelson's, we'll buy everything we can afford to buy, take it home, and I will have my nurses here stand in front of it with a shotgun. You know what a good idea? But it's, but it's, a, yeah, it's a failure to recognize that we Lewis, have a civil Lewis, religion. Here's another good idea that we could do. You know, you know like how Halloween, you had to put candy on a table Let's put food on tables outside and let's let, oh, let people walk by. They'll sue us. get sick and they'll sue us. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's, a, that's, that's a very good point. Um, but somebody actually raised in YouTube something very interesting. And this goes to what Ben and um, Lewis brought up last night or two nights ago, which was they're not happy. They, they, they can't stand watching people that are happy. And people that gather for Thanksgiving with their families for Christmas or the 4th of July tend to believe in something. Mm-hmm. They tend to be happy and they are so jealous that they are missing out. I just want to say this. Every Saturday night, Ben Boychuk sends me a picture from a certain establishment that he eats at. And um, he sends this huge plate of food picture that makes me jealous. And every day Lewis sends me pictures of his little, of his little girl. And, and, um, and, and, and I get joy and I know it brings Lewis happiness. The left is, is just so jealous of, 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 of a happy way of life, Ben. I think that the left is jealous of any kind of mirth whatsoever. And I, I think you made a brilliant point. As I was coming home from my doctor, I think I might've been on the phone with you. I was on the phone with somebody and I, and I, I was saying, this whole pandemic thing has made me very unhappy. I start out being unhappy because I'm old, but, I, but I'm really, really, really unhappy at the mood of this country. I live, and, and you know I live in Beverly Hills, and we all know Lewis does too. And when I drive down, you don't? No, he's kidding. When I drive down Rodeo Drive, which used to be a festival to American success and prosperity, it now looks like East Berlin. It's a war zone after the war is over and we've lost it. It's a very depressing situation. Does it need to be this way? Do we really need to shut down Chanel? Do we really need to shut down Bottega Veneta in order to fight the effing coronavirus? I can't well, believe Well, you can make a case for Chanel because Coco Chanel was uh, a Nazi sympathizer and, and in cahoots with the with uh, the Vichy government. But that's separate. And the fact that... Note, if you just yeah. tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. We're not a formal show. We eat, we laugh, we talk. We, this is what friends do. This is what people do. This is what's been lost in our country is discourse. We're Absolutely. Not gonna, 
we're not going to always disagree with each other. We're not going to always, you know, but we still love each other. And on that note, Ben Boychuk, tell people where they could find us and how they could find us. Well, I, if you're first time watching this show and you're watching the live stream on YouTube, thank you very, very much for doing that. Please hit that uh, subscription button, that bell, so that you'll know uh, if you miss the, the live stream, you can always go back and watch the video. Like us on Facebook, if you wouldn't mind, uh, at The World According to Ben Stein. And of course, above all, follow us on Parlor at Ben Stein and be on the lookout because we're going to be all over the podcasting platforms in the coming days. We're going to be on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, uh, iHeartRadio, and 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 some of the other biggies. So uh, stay tuned for that. But we're we're just we're thrilled that you could join us and tell your friends. And um, you know, thanks again. Thank you. I want to go back to something I mentioned a moment ago that even Lewis, who's just incredibly smart even Ben and even Judah, who are all incredibly smart, have not answered, which is, what are we doing this for? What are we doing this shutdown for? Is it how many lives are going There's to be nothing. saved? They don't know, right? They power. have no idea. They have ben, no ben, idea. Ben, I'll say my answer is power. It's complete. Power to the people. Power to the people right on. <laughs> but it's, my man. It's government control. I'll let Ben answer his way. No, I think they're, they're, it's a psychological thing. I mean, I've always felt there, there was no reason to hate Trump the way the left hated him. He didn't do anything that I think he was a great president, still is. And I hope he will be for another four years. But uh, it was something, some deep psychological motive. There's some deep psychological motive involving in this COVID control. It's not really a medical thing. It's a psychosomatic uh, thing where some kind of psychological demon is being allowed to run loose inside the brains of these people and is then going to control the cities and counties that are in, in charge, or they're in, what do we say, uh, under discussion here. Some, something is, uh, it's about mental illness, it seems to me, more than physical illness. Well, it's fear, right? I mean, it's, it, it, the demon is fear. And, yeah. and, and certainly it, this, is, uh, this has been a grand experiment in using fear to control hundreds of millions of people. And I believe that many people <laughs> sincerely believe that they should be afraid. That they- yeah, I, My they best friend, except for Judah, is an incredibly smart guy who's a financial manager and planner, incredibly smart. And he has not left his house since March. And he's incredibly smart because he has been terrified into believing if he does, he will die. And this is a guy in not superb health, but pretty darn good health. Uh, but he really is terrified by the media scaring him to death. And I, how many other people, I wonder, are in that situation? It's an absolutely dreadful situation where the government is selling fear. How many of us have read, I hope all of us, 1984 at least several times and read about the ministry of truth and the ministry of love? This is the ministry of love getting out of hand and scaring us all to death. We're going to soon be getting up in the middle of the night and going to the police station and confessing that in the middle of the night we got up and went out, went out for a walk in some populated area without our face mask. The ministry of love is waiting for us right around the corner. Yeah, I think that I, I, I think there's 
there's something to that because because I think that this has been if, if you can manage to convince people that a a virus now which has some serious lasting effects on people who survive it but most people survive it but you know there there are some weird things this virus does to people so that's you know for for some people i would imagine that the calculus is it's not so much i'm afraid of dying it's that i'm afraid of being crippled for the rest of my life by uh, but how, okay but I'm, i mean that happens if you get in your car and drive on the 405 well, sure. i mean so sure. what so what, what, how many people how many lives are being shaped by this we, i mean we know that a very large number of people catch this disease and have at least something going on, some positive response, but maybe no symptoms. How many who are not already comorbid die from it? Ben, you're raising a yeah. rational point, and I want but, to see what Ben I just Ben. I want to get to something you said because Lewis and I actually have a, an acquaintance, and Ben, I've spoken to you about this, but it, it, it where he believes the government has done beta testing on us. Which is, oh, I know that. <laughs> which is basically like in a certain area, the, the power company will turn off the grid and see what the people do. Right. And, 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 and to Ben Boychuk's point, which in my wildest dreams, and, and, and Lewis knows when I was sitting at uh, Greenblatt's- We're not going to name the place. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sitting that night, and I was listening to this. I was like, he, Lewis saw my eyes going, you know, and then I started, but- Go ahead, Ben. So here's the point. The point is, yeah, it, yes, it's, it's like a beta test. And so suddenly we have, we're going to have a new, well, okay, we might have a new administration in January. Uh, one of the priorities of that administration is tackling climate change. And for a oh. long time, for a long time, mm. people who believe that climate change is an existential threat and requires you know, an emergency assertion of powers. Well, have we not laid the groundwork for that? Yes, we've we not... laid the groundwork for that. You bet. You bet we have. Yeah, and we've because we've seen because people will, people will comply. You know, and and I think everybody here and probably ninety percent of the people who are watching us right now know that when uh, the the Constitutional Convention adjourned in in seventeen eighty seven. There's the story about about uh, Benjamin Franklin being you know, confronted by an, an old woman. Said, you know, uh, Doctor Franklin, what do we have? Do we have a monarchy or a republic? And Franklin replied, "Maybe a republic if you a can keep republic it. Republic if you can keep it." And and I worry and I wonder if we've lost it. And, and if we've, you know, if we've lost it in all kinds of ways that precede the, the COVID-19 crisis. I think we lost have it. lost it in many, many ways. I, I have sitting a few feet away from me, this kind gentleman who's a Southern Baptist minister, the idea that he cannot hold services on Sunday is astounding in, this, in the United States of America. The idea that children are no longer taught to say the Pledge of Allegiance is astounding in the United States of America. The idea that uh, professional athletes are allowed to spit on the flag, either actually or symbolically, during athletic contests is astounding. The idea that we have gigantic social media companies that exercise dictatorial Goebbels-like control over the media of our expression is astounding. We have lost so much. 
and what have we gained? I, that, I go back to my question about statistics. Okay, shut down America. What do we gain from aside from making people really, really unhappy and making the people who made them unhappy feel better about themselves? Or maybe they don't feel better. Maybe they don't feel anything. Lewis? So uh, three very quick things. Ben Boychuk destroyed that Franklin quote worse than an apprentice butcher at Peter Luger's. Kiss my ass. It was, I mean, it was just, I want to join PETA after listening to that. Two, two, there has been beta testing. You know what the beta testing was? The Tuskegee experiment. The defoliation or the attempt to defoliate South Vietnam while telling U.S. servicemen that they risk no, that they are not at risk being exposed to Agent Orange. Christy Todd Whitman is the then head of the EPA saying there's nothing wrong with the air at ground zero. Yes, she subsequently apologized. How many people died in the interim? So with regard to beta testing, it was deliberate with Tuskegee and, it, they, and with 9-11 Ground Zero and Agent Orange, those were acts of, of omission. I don't believe the government was deliberately trying to test its own people and soldiers uh, with regards to those chemicals. And, and finally, uh, when, it comes to, uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to this issue, this, this illness, the problem is not that the majority refuse to follow the guidelines. They have, and they're very angry, justifiably so, that they have done what they have been asked while we have politicians that say, yes, the virus is still a threat. It is maybe more serious than ever, but some things are more important, like marching for Black Lives Matter, trademark. Copyright. And that's the problem. When you see politicians change the rules and then the corresponding spike in cases and they're not honest about it, saying, yes, there were protests. There were protests. You are really, really making a damn good point. A very, very strong point. And uh, you're, you're frightening. Black Lives Matter frightens me terribly, 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 terribly. They have become a real danger to America. No, it's a lot. It's the lies that people can't stand. Yeah, it's, if there's yeah, Lewis, yeah. it's also remember in the beginning what what was the expression they used to bend the the to hand, the, the the curve, right? They told flatten the, the curve. curve. That's a that's yeah. a joke. Flatten, right? flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Flatten, that was the first you, thing they you. told us that we were going to. Two do. weeks. Yeah. Then then just so we could control the hospitals, so there wouldn't be a mass rush to the hospitals, and we could control certain things. Fine. America was perfect. America did a great job in doing that. Then all of a oh, sudden, God. next beta test, could could we could we do this even a little more? And you know, and then and now here we are. It was a hop, skip, and a jump from flattening the curve to governors of states shutting down Thanksgiving, shutting down holidays, shutting down services. Wait a minute, my birthday is right around Thanksgiving. Well, they shut down my birthday. Never. No, that's Never that's a that's a that's Never a legally surrender. protected holiday. Okay, good. Yeah, it is. You know what? We'll make it a protected holiday. That's great. I'm gonna post that on par. We'll, we'll, we'll post that on parlor. Ben Stein it's Day. Ben Stein Day. November twenty November twenty sixth is Ben Stein Day. And uh, Ben Boyd, chime in for a second. 
Sorry. Does that Wojciech look like he was raised? No, I was sitting back enjoying myself. I, I no, I, I just. Oh, are you uh, doing a tubing? No. God. Do, do you really and truly have you no shame? Really have you? <laughs> no, he doesn't. You know why? You know why my mother gets whatever she wants because she's shameless. And I want to say something serious. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. He's muted. <laughs> Wanted to say something serious. My mother, my mother has Parkinson's, and we found out this morning that one of her aides tested positive for COVID. She oh, wears wow. a mask in the house. My mother has two people: one for the morning, one for the evening. And January thirteenth is my mother's birthday. God bless and her. Yes, and she's the one that accosted Merv Griffin as he was coming out of the pool, and it was an example of an unintentional example of the laws of physics with regard to displacement in Archimedes rule all the water was gone from the pool but she is shameless that's why she gets she's a petty grifter that's why if you have no shame you can get anything you want and I promise you Ben Stein if you were to meet her she would find out because you tell her even though you say now you wouldn't she would find out how much you paid for your house I, I think it's a matter of record how much I paid for my house no 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 she would ask you oh god what did you pay for this? What did you pay for this? I don't remember. But if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein, and you have to have some sort of humor and le you know levity during these times because if you don't, you're going to just be you'll be the left. And as much as we have to fight back, as much as we we still have to do it with love, humor. It is what will carry us. It is what we are built on. And uh, on that note. If you just tune in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. Ben Boychuk, why don't you tell people where they could find this one, where they could read you and Ben Stein. Right. So you should definitely be following us on Parlor. I'm sure a lot of you already are. But, but if you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. Follow us at Ben Stein. Um, follow me at B-B-O-Y-C-H-U-K-3. Follow Judah at... Uh, Judah Friedman, follow Lewis at L Fine. That's F, uh, F E I N F E F E something F E I N. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, not that not that you do very much on Parlor, but uh, I'm going to be prolific in the next week, and I say that with all sincerity. Well, I, I should hope so. Um, we, I, I personally, I'm, I am, I am very grateful for the following that we have on Parlor. I've I've been picking up followers left and right. It's it's a, a very lovely, very humbling thing to see, and uh, we hope to be doing a lot of very interesting things there in the coming weeks and months. And so, uh, thanks very much. Like us on Facebook if you haven't already. If you're still on Facebook, we appreciate that. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, uh, and share share please share that we're out there that uh we we want more viewers we want people to be watching this and uh you can see that even though we talk about serious stuff we we also seem to manage to have a good time and smile a lot yeah, we tell people where they can find ben stein what'd you say i'm sorry try well, tell people where they can read ben stein like you can't read me i'm I'm, I'm secret. I'm secret. No, at the American Spectator. Spectator. American Spectator. Dot, is it? Well, I, I've, I've been sending stuff to you, Judah. Yes, you, you have. You, you could read Ben all over. You and, can read um, May I ask a question? Right? May I ask a question? May I ask a question? Yeah. 
do the people watching this, do the people watch, reading us on Parlor, do the people out there in America understand that just in the last year, this republic has changed fundamentally, it has changed fundamentally from being one of the freest societies in the history of mankind, being something completely different. And people don't realize it. People do not realize there has been a sea change in America. Freedom of speech is gone. Freedom of religion is gone. Freedom of assembly is gone. We were talking about that. These are not trivial matters. Mankind struggled for eons to reach this peak of civilization. Now it's being taken away from us. Why? Because of totally phony claims of systemic racism, largely phony claims of man-made climate change, not entirely phony, but largely phony claims of man-made climate change, under a whole the rubric, or I should say the basis or something or other, of, uh, of, of saving mankind, they're enslaving mankind. And this is the way it's always been. It has always been that the people who say, we're going to give you equality, we're going to give you a more prosperous life, we're going to give you freedom, are enslaving you. The people who say, we're out here to make money, are never the ones who are enslaving you. People who say, we're out here to do business and sell you a pound of roast beef for a certain price, they're never the ones going to be enslaving us. It is the people who say they're doing us a favor and saving us and are better morally than we were before. They're the ones who are the danger. People who claim moral superiority are real serious danger now and always. You asked Amen, my brother. You asked a question. Yeah, power to the people. Power to Ben Stein, man. That was awesome. You got everybody on the YouTube going. That's why they joined Parlor. That's why they're watching this show, Ben, because they Power are scared. To the people. Can I use the word? My brother. They are scared crapless over what they have seen in the past. Let's be real. It's not one year. If, ben, you wrote about this 40 years ago about what the media could do. You've been writing about this at The Spectator forever about what- I've been writing, I used to write about it mostly for the Wall Street Journal. I was a columnist for the Wall Street Journal before I was 30 years old. This is America being taken away from us. And the election that just happened was the boldest stroke of all, except for Watergate, where they simply stole political power from the elected officials of this country and from the voters. They simply stole it. They just like they stole the presidency from Nixon and for the people who voted for Nixon. They stole the presidency from Nixon in 1960. These people are just stealing our freedom and stealing the Constitution. I keep saying, and I will say again, people died under the most horrible circumstances imaginable to fight for our freedom here in the United States of America. Their memory is being dumped on in the most vile way by people who claim to be helping us and are really humiliating us and bringing us down low. Preach it. Preach it. We're all there with you. And so are the people at Parlor. I mean, and, and people on YouTube that are watching. This is, I hate, I hate when people say this is our, the, the, the year or the election that has the most consequence, but it really sure does feel like that. You know, it really feels like our, our, our constitution is now on the line, Lewis. I know you want to jump in, but it really does feel that way. So either these people are really stupid or think we're really stupid. Because can you imagine being an aide to Governor Newsom or Governor Cuomo or Mayor Lighthead and saying, I got an idea. This is what we do. This is what we do. We're going to close Thanksgiving. And the mayor or governor saying, 
That's a good idea. It's <laughs> a good idea. I think, I think we should do that. And wholly oblivious to the, to the notion that maybe, maybe this might not be a popular move or might not be constitutional. These assholes, if you'll pardon the critics, my feet, do not understand we have a constitution in this country that protects us. These people do not understand we have a constitution and you're not supposed to violate it. And if you do, you're supposed to be punished for it and kicked out of office. These people are violating the constitution on a daily basis. And, they and you don't. can forget Orwell, and I'm not joking. No, of you know, this you know is what? Orwell. This is no, Orwell. no, no. This is Dr. Seuss. This is a, this is a discarded manuscript that he said. This is this requires too much suspension of disbelief. We're going to have this creature that outlaws Thanksgiving. I'm not. The Grinch is more believable. The yeah. Grinch is more believable. But getting back to Lewis's point, which we all, which was a great point, is if you live in Chicago, right? And Live. You see, and you see the mass chaos that goes on in, in, in a weekend and in a week. And you look at it and see people getting murdered, looting, rape, or whatever the hell is going on. And then you say, and then you say, you're telling me that I can't have Thanksgiving. You have to, if you live in Chicago, I, I don't, to the people that vote for these people, you reap what you sow. You get what you elect. And it's like, I, 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 I feel bad, but, you know, I didn't vote for you. I didn't vote for Lightfoot. I didn't, you know, who, or, or Gavin Newsom. And I see Ben, um, ben Boychuk upping his head and down. So I'll get to you, Ben. No, of course you, you, of course you didn't vote for Lori Lightfoot, you jackass. You don't live there. But, uh, or, or for Newsom. In Chicago, that doesn't matter. Said, well, that's true. No, I, listen, I, I think that... Um, you know, for for a few decades now, anyway, we've been trending toward this society that cannot accommodate risk, real risk. You know, with risk comes reward, right? And and you know, I mentioned this to my daughter a few weeks ago, who's twelve, and I said, I, I you know, it's yeah, no re risk, no risk, no reward. I told her, and she said to me, "Oh, that's stupid." There's a generation coming of age that believes that it is better to be safe than free. That's brilliant. And, 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 that's, and it has something to do with what they're taught in school, but not everything. It has to do with what they see in the popular culture. And it has that's to do- Absolutely right. Yeah, and, and I think that, so, you know, the constitution is only, as good as the people's reverence for it. We've got to have more reverence. I don't understand what happened. I'm almost 76. We were taught absolute reverence for the Constitution and for the Declaration of Independence and for the Bill of Rights. It was, it was just as basic as breathing in and breathing out. What happened? Well, that's the question. I mean, Ben, you being the wisest of the bunch, oh. um, that's the question for you. When did Republicans stop taking, stop fighting? When did they, when did they say we lost the culture, we lost the schools? When did well, they become okay with all of this stuff? 
Well, the American Spectator, I hate to mention them because I know they're competition. No, no, no. We, we, we haven't given up on, on that even remotely, not even remotely. We, we, we're, we're constantly on the barricade, so to speak, fighting for that. I myself, in my little hooch here in Beverly Hills, am I endlessly writing about this all day and all night up till very, very late at night. And uh, we're not going to give up. We, we don't give up. We shall overcome. You shall not be moved. We are not afraid, and we shall overcome. We're not afraid. If the other people are afraid, we're not afraid. I myself have already lost all possibility of ever being able to earn an income ever anymore, but it's okay. I'm too fat already. I can lose weight. My wife's a saint. I'm sure she'll figure out some, she'll pawn her jewelry or something, but we're not going to give up. Lead us in song. We are not afraid. We are not afraid. We are not afraid today. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe we are not afraid. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the tone deafers. Yes. No, 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 no. Uh, and we shall overcome. That's I right. heard Martin Luther King sing that. I saw Martin Luther King at the giant rally in 1963 in Washington, D.C. He would be horrified if he saw how his work to stop racial oppression had been perverted to make America into a dictatorship. He would be horrified. You know, can I be honest? I think most people from the 60s and it, that fought for things, that fought for injustices, like whether it would be from the Vietnam War or many other things, would be frightened of the left today. I, I think, think they so would too. look at the left today and Abby Hoffman would hit them upside the head. As uh, 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 that's, how, that's how different the radicals are today of yesterday. You know, the, you know, when I look at it, I look at the, the people that were fighting for the Vietnam War, the civil rights movement as heroes in our country, as heroes. Absolutely. The, the Vietnam War was a terrible mistake. It was good that we got out of it. Very, very, very sad that Vietnam turned out the way it did. Terribly sad that we permitted the Cambodian genocide. That was a disgrace to mankind and a disgrace to the United States of America. We have got to do better. We've got to not, do not, not make America a comedy or joke. It's a joke on the way to becoming a real dictatorship. We've got to stop this, turn this train around. I think of, you know, the uh, great Buckley who studies, he's standing in front of the local of history saying, stop. What was it, Marx or Lenin who said, I think it was Lenin who said it's it. Lenin? Standing athwart history, but, but who was yelling who said, stop. That was Buckley. Who, but who was it who said that communism is a terminus of the locomotive of history? I think it was either Lenin or Marx. Anyway, we, we are trying to stop it. We're trying to stop We have pure Marxism in America, marching forward under the banner of racial, fighting racial equality, fighting against environmental pollution. That's not, that's not what they're doing. They want Marxist dictatorship. That's what they're doing. Somebody brought this up on YouTube, and I guess got to say this. Make love, not war. Oh, I believe and, in that. <laughs> and, and I love that you could joke about it, or... I'm agree not with it. About it, and I love that you love the '60s, and I love that you, you know, you, you are, you were at a time and a place where something really special was going on. What's going on right now with the left? 
It doesn't feel very special. It doesn't. What starts as tragedy and repeats as comedy. As far as, as far as, right, Lewis? That's right. And, and Ben is Ben is the Zelig of the sixties. It's true. Rolling Stones wrote a whole song 70s. around him. And the seventies and eighties and nineties. And uh, you know, and also I was thinking about this the other day. Is and Ben Boychuk is a huge music fan. We have different tastes. Uh, as uh, you know, you love punk. And mm. when did punk music stop becoming punk? You know, when did it stop being, you know, when did, when did that stop? And when did music, when did we lose our creativity in music? When did, you know, with, you know, I love CCNR. I don't always agree with their politics, but I love them. I think they were a fantastic band. When did people stop being creative? Well, there's always been. Yesterday. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Yesterday, today. I mean, Joe's punk, punk rock is <laughs> predominantly, um, an expression of, of the left. But what I like about it is just the, you know, the, the anger and the sort of contrary aspects of it all. And so John Lydon, who was Johnny Rotten, who was the leader of the, of the Sex Pistols, is a big Trump guy yeah. because he understands that, that Trump is the counterculture and so, you know, it was interesting to see the reaction to, to that. That was a story a few weeks before the election and all these ostensible punkers, you know, on, on social media saying, you know, trying to, to, to run that whole thing down. But what I like about going to those shows when I could go to those shows is I always liked going in wearing loud Hawaiian shirts and, you know, loud pants and being surrounded by all these people wearing their black t-shirts and their black jeans and their band shirts and all the things that, and I wanted to make the point that um, we don't have to, we don't have to conform with or abide by any of this nonsense. I and want to make a point, which if I may say closely related to that, if the country is shut down, how are people going to make a living? They're not. Harder. Not everyone is on the government dole. Not everyone is a bureaucrat getting a steady paycheck from the government. A lot of people have to work. How are they going to pay their mortgage? How are they going to pay their rent? How are they going to pay for their groceries or for their gasoline? The idea of shutting down America is like saying, we are going to intentionally plunge America into another Great Depression. How dare they torture Americans like that? How dare they do that? If you believe in the working, if you believe in supporting the working class, if you believe in supporting the middle class, if you believe in uh, the importance of making sure that, that people can have a life and, and a way of making a living and supporting themselves, if you believe in self-government, then these, these shutdowns are a crime. Absolute crime. Absolute crime. Absolute, a crime against people's self-respect, against people's very ability to eat and have shelter. It's a really serious attack upon Americans generally. It's not a joke. I mean, we're treating it sort of as a joke, but it's not a joke to close down the economy. People have to work. People have to earn money to pay their bills. Look, you know, I've, I've been helping out of time, guys, but, uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, people aren't always familiar with this in Judaism, Ben, and Lewis will know this. I'm sure Ben Boychuk knows, you know, when you're, you lose a mother, you're fa you lose a father, you know, for 11 months, you're supposed to mourn. You know, you're not supposed to go to live music events. 
you're not a, you're not supposed to be celebratory you're not supposed to be you know you're supposed to mourn and that's essentially what the left is putting america through they are making us mourn for for sins that we haven't committed you know for for atrocities against the environment for atrocities against perceived uh, you know systemic racism they are literally making us miserable and mourn Ben. it's not it's, I, I hate to bring up something as trivial as money but it's not just our feelings people have to earn money yep. to pay their bills if they shut down america people can't do it is that all you and judah think about <laughs> yeah. And that is, that is that's a great very funny, way. Lewis. That's very that, funny. That was, Lewis started the show with a good joke, but it was before we got in the air. And Lewis, he ended on a good one. Um, and that's all the time we have for this edition of the World According to Ben Stein. Here's the thing: we might be on tomorrow night. We're not. We're not. It's not going to be political. It's going to be a show. We're going to take an hour of levity. And where where was Ben Stein when that happened? Ooh, and I um, I like it, it's just going to be more fun. It's Friday night. Let's have an hour where we're not thinking about everything going on and let, you know, Ben Stein tell us where he was when that event happened. I want people to prepare questions because it could only help if you, you guys on YouTube ask those questions. And we would love that. Of course, I want to thank Ben Boychuk from American Greatness. Where can people find you one more time, Ben? Please follow me on Parlor. I'm not begging you, but I'm asking nicely. B Boychuk three. That's B B O Y C H U K three. You can follow American Greatness on Parlor too. Check out the site www.amgreatness.com. I want to know why I am the one who has the big house in Beverly Hills and the house in Malibu and the house in the desert and many other houses why i'm the one who's the only one who's worried about money and everybody else nobody else seems to be worried about it. why is i've in, ex i've accepted my fate we live in squalor ben Aren't yeah I, I basically we have we have th a very, that's it we have yeah. very small nuts um uh <laughs> uh lewis how do people find you <laughs> plymouth rock Elf and um l fine f-e-i-n on Parler. And I, people can find me on uh, Parler at Judah Friedman. Oftentimes people think when I parlay, it's Ben parlaying. It's not. It's me parlaying my own thoughts. So, you know, um, and on that note also, you could find Ben Stein at Ben Stein on Parler. He, you know, when Ben sends me his parlays at late at night, I read, I wake up in the morning and I feel blessed that I get to read these things first. I feel, get, I feel blessed that I get that I get to be a part of something that I feel is very special. Um, I want to remember, remind everybody to follow us at The World According to Ben Stein on YouTube. Follow us at The World According to Ben Stein on Facebook. Um, just follow us everywhere. Follow The World According to Ben Stein, because I promise you, if you follow The World According to Ben Stein, you might just be a little bit of a happier of a human. I butchered that, but who cares? That's what makes us great. I want to thank everybody on YouTube for following us tonight and watching us tonight. Have a great night. Be safe. And hopefully we'll do this tomorrow night and you'll tune in. Have a great night, guys. Cheers. Good night.